Welcome to the Originers podcast. Before we start today, I'd like you to think of your favourite song. Now turn your mind to the artist or one of the artists who sang it. That artist will have a unique sound. Maybe it's remarkably unique, maybe more subtle, but there'll be something about them that makes you know it's them. That's their voice. You also have a unique voice. It's your vocal fingerprint, one that should flow through everything you say and write. Today on the Originers podcast, we'll be showing you how to uncover your true voice so you can stand out and be remembered. Originers are driven by their ideas, their passion and their desire to make things happen. They are made for something special. What makes them unique is their blend of experiences, skills, personality and values. This means no one else thinks, speaks and does things exactly like them. This originality gives them their greatest opportunity to stand out, make an impact and succeed with their ambitions. When you are an originer, your voice makes the future. Welcome, I'm Loretta Milan. I'm a communication and marketing expert and host of the Originers podcast. In a world that's being increasingly infiltrated by artificial intelligence in both good and concerning ways, you have a distinct advantage. You are human. Although being human has its pitfalls at times, it has lots of upsides. And one of those things is that you have endless opportunities to be original. That's because there is no other you. Your voice is one of the most powerful instruments you can use to stand out. Just as your favourite song brings joy to your ears, your voice can bring great things to your audience. Maybe one day you'll be the event speaker that people rave about. Perhaps you'll be someone's favourite author or you'll simply make a meaningful impression on others through your words. Voice is a subject I'm passionate about because for a while I lost mine and it wasn't because of a virus. About 10 years ago into writing as a voice for many great people and many great brands as part of my career in marketing and PR, I realised I had a problem. Words have always been my thing, and so I took great pride in how I could bring their distinctive personalities to life. One day, however, I decided to start what became a successful blog, but it didn't start off that way, because I'd lost something. My own voice. That first time, I sat at the screen for what seemed like hours as a blank page stared back at me. It was so unusual because I was used to being able to turn over words quickly for other people. But the words would not come naturally and everything I wrote, I deleted immediately. It felt alien, totally fake. I wasn't alone. Lots of people lose their voice for many different reasons. One of the most common is that in school, we're taught to write a certain way to please examiners or to sound more formal, academic or intelligent. 
In the workplace and in business, this can be compounded further because people have a preformed opinion or judgment around how a leader might sound or people carrying out certain types of role and they feel the need to conform to that expectation. I'll often see someone I know well whose voice is perfectly fine when we're talking suddenly stiffen and switch into something unnatural when it comes to delivering a presentation or speech or even writing a letter. They feel like they have to be someone else to make an impact and totally underestimate how much better they'd be as their true self. The good news is you don't have to be a literary connoisseur or the most eloquent writer in the world to have a unique voice. The most important ingredients are your personality and passion. This is something that's in you already and it can be contagious. So how do you bring that about? Today, I want to share four great ways to find your voice. These are all techniques that I use to rediscover my own voice so I could make a success of my blog with thousands of people regularly reading each article. Play with these methods and find the ones that work for your personality and your voice. We're all different, so certain techniques will work better than others, depending on your personal style. The first and one of the easiest techniques is to invite a friend for a coffee and record your conversation, with their permission of course. It's important it's someone who you can be yourself with. Now listen back. Notice how you talk when you're relaxed and you're speaking naturally. Okay, there'll probably be some ums, ahs and errors which you can ignore, but listen to your overall style. Do you notice some trends? Maybe you have some favourite words, speak in shorter sentences or long and flowing ones. Maybe you sound lively and animated or cool and calm. With this insight, you can bring these vocal signatures to the things you write and say in other contexts, like a meeting or a pitch. This exercise will also make you more aware of how you talk so you can work on anything you're doing that doesn't sound like you intend. You'll also pick up on any vocal habits you're not happy with. For example, because I'm enthusiastic in nature, I have a habit of overusing the word really. It's something I have to watch so that it doesn't detract from how I mean to come across or my message. You may need to make some tweaks to your voice for each environment, particularly if swearing is your thing. But try not to be too radical. Bring more of you to the game. The second technique is the one that works best for me and I still do it to this day. It's called reflective journaling. At the end of most days or after an interesting event or experience, I'll take a few moments to write about it. Reflective journaling gives you a safe space to explore your thoughts in your own words. The privacy of a journal frees you from self-consciousness. No one has to read it unless you choose to share it, so you are free to write down what you really think. If you use reflective journaling regularly, you'll engage your true voice frequently. This not only brings you into better touch with your natural voice, but helps you figure out what you truly feel and believe about things. It can be surprising to discover just how much you edit your thoughts and words in real life. Journaling is the antidote to this. 
Journaling will help you both bring your true voice out more every day and increase how open you are in your communication. You'll be able to articulate your mind better, bring fresh perspectives to your conversations and you'll be less easily swayed by other people. A third technique that's also very insightful is what I call the 360 degree voice survey. Pick a selection of people who represent the full circle of people you come into contact with. You may choose a blend of family, friends, peers, business contacts and so on. Make sure you feel whoever makes it onto your list is likely to be honest with you. Honesty is way more useful than flattery, bias or unfair criticism. Now get in contact with everyone on your list and ask them one simple question. What three words would you use to describe the way I come across when I'm speaking with you? Invite them to answer this as honestly as possible. Once you've received all words back, look at the trends as these could be good indicators of your overall style. Looking at these words, what feels like you and what doesn't feel like you? Are you presenting yourself one way in one context and one way in another? You may need to consider things you could do to better align how you truly feel inside with how you come across outside in more than one context. Whatever you do, don't compare yourself with someone you think you should be. Do all leaders need to be extroverts, for example? Of course not. I know many successful introverts who inspire people in leadership with their deep insights and observations too. The fourth exercise can really stir up the inner wisdom that's woven into everything you say and do. And I think it's one of the most interesting. Create some quiet space where you won't be disturbed and write a letter to your younger self, sharing some advice you wish you knew back then. There are no rules. It can be as short or as long as you like. You can give advice about every area of life or keep it to one thing like relationships or money. In the process, you'll not only discover some useful insights into your own wisdom, but will find yourself speaking from a deep place a place where your true self resides. Once you're done, read back your letter and see your true self and your true voice coming alive on the page. Now you're in touch with this. Bring this to your speaking and writing. Whichever exercises you choose, the most important thing is to then practice using your true voice so it becomes instinctive. Doing this may involve a degree of courage, you may be worried about what people may think of you, especially if you feel you don't fit the mould expected of you. But the more you are unashamedly true to yourself, the more people will come to both expect and respect your style. The truth is, we can't please everyone. Not everyone will agree with what we have to say and not everyone will like us. But we shouldn't hold ourselves back purely to please others or meet their expectations. This doesn't mean we can't be considerate, intentional and respectful with our words, but the authenticity matters because your true voice is your most powerful. So, 
What are the most important takeaways from this episode of the Originers podcast? One, we can lose our true selves and our true voices when we write and speak in a way purely designed to please others, meet their expectations, or in trying to be someone else we think we should be. Two, when you try out any of the four voice finding exercises I've shared today, you'll start to uncover your true voice. There may be some things you want to adjust to be more you, but don't try to be someone else. Your unique style is special and has value. Three, the more you practice using your true voice and speaking with true meaning, the more instinctive it will become. Whatever people say, be proud of your true voice and embrace its power. We hope you found the lessons in this episode of the Originers podcast valuable. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the article which accompanies this episode. It includes all four exercises for finding your true voice. I do hope they inspire you to embrace the power of your true voice. Now is the greatest time to use the unique blend of experiences, skills, personality and values that make you an Originer to stand out and succeed with your ambitions. The Originers podcast features expert tips and ideas to help you do this in a way that is not only effective, but feels great. You'll also enjoy regular inspiration from Originers around the world. Subscribe now because Originer, this is your time. Your voice makes the future.